There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Welcome to another edition of Corbin versus the World Party People. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow on this, our third week of the 2020 Quarantino Experienzo. Okay, bueno, I hope you're having a great time. I know I'm not. So what eventful happened this week? Uh, let's see, April Fool's Day happened, one of my favorite days, and it came and went, and unfortunately it was a little bit of a bummer for me because I don't know about all of y'all at home but I was personally holding out just a little bit of hope that I would wake up all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed April Fool's Day morning and I would turn on CNN first thing in the morning like I always do and there would be Anderson Cooper and Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon and they're all dressed like restoration theater dandies with cravats and powdered wigs and they're all drunk off their ass on mimosas and they got a big banner and they're saying surprise We've been lying about everything this whole time. Everything's actually fine, everybody. April Fools! And then Kobe Bryant would come out with the singer from Fountains of Wayne, and we would all watch WrestleMania together and listen to Stacy's mom, but no. Apparently, we are stuck in this hell dimension, so fuck it. Let's party. And it is a big, fat unemployment party. Woohoo! as we lost another 6 million jobs this week. Good job, America. We are setting the world on fire. A record 6 million people filed for unemployment last week. This is in addition to the however many million we lost last week. I believe we are all in all about 10 million lost jobs deep into our so-called booming economy. That does not include the countless numbers of jobs that exist in the bizarro Bermuda Triangle known as the gig economy, which is where people like myself made their bones. So yes, my friends, I too have joined the unemployed, unwashed masses, but I am not despairing. I am not going to surrender to that. I am sitting on a million dollar idea for hamster balls for people right now that is sure to save me from the bread lines. I think that's my million dollar idea of the month. And if any of you steal my idea, I swear to God, as soon as this quarantine is over, I am going to come to your house and I'm going to ring your doorbell so many times at three o'clock in the morning. And that is a legitimate threat dick. Anyway, I will do what I have to do to survive. I will adapt and overcome like I have all other hardships before me. And no matter what, I make this solemn vow for all of you listening that I will never, no matter how bad it gets, join the ranks of the stupid multi-level marketing people. You hear that? I will break dance on street corners for Bitcoin before I sell your stupid ginkgo biloba foot cream, you goddamn vampire reptile jackal. So stop messaging me. I will not convert to the dark side. Anyway, what was I saying? Uh, objectively, I, I can't say that I'm very surprised watching all of this economic carnage unfold because it's been a long time coming for anyone that's been paying attention. Picture our economy kind of like an old antique shop filled with straw, dry leaves and kerosene. Now imagine coronavirus as a giant bag of dog shit being hurled through the window. And that is about 
what's going on, you know, artistic, visually speaking. Our economy, you see, is built on people going out and buying and doing a whole bunch of useless shit. And when there is no more useless shit left to do, the whole thing turns into a pillar of ashes. Whoopsie, toasty. Turns out keeping a whole majority of the population a single paycheck away from complete financial destruction isn't the most structurally sound plan. Who knew? I didn't know. Did you know Adam Smith? Oh, wait, you're fucking dead. You wouldn't know. But I am sure that people like you and me will be saved because, again, the fat men in suits have graciously informed me that we will all land on our feet since Walmart and Amazon are hiring and we can go give our lives on the front lines to be sneezed on like true patriots. We can confront the great unwashed stupid masses as they fight each other to death over the last box of Stouffer's mac and cheese in the world because that's what our founding fathers would have done. That's what I can do to make George Washington finally like me. Anyway, that was my bright and shining note of optimism and hope for this show. Anyway, I'm going to leave you with that uplifting and visual picture as we go to some tunes. Hooray, hurrah. This is Sarah Come Home by Ali X. You can't change her. I never tried to.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the world. You just got done hearing Sarah come home by Allie X off of her tremendous new album. Next, we had Catch Fire by Mother Mary. Full word, Mother Mary, capital letters. And finally, we have Brave to be Alive by Offworld. And it is indeed a brave thing to be alive in this strange and oh-so-terrifying world that we now see around us. I truly hope that everyone is remaining as safe and healthy as humanly possible right now. God knows that our government isn't doing much to ensure that, so hopefully you are all looking out for one another as best as you can right now. It's fun to see that all it took was a measly little pandemic to expose the fact that a majority of our elected officials are just expensive sock puppets with bad haircuts. And I'm not just talking about the big orange cheese that's pretending to be in charge right now, although, hey, great job, Donnie. There are also still a number of state governors in our lovely United States who are still, for whatever reason, dragging their feet on issuing stay-at-home orders to their constituents. As of right now, there are nine remaining states that have yet to issue stay-at-home orders that might change between now and when this episode gets recorded, but right now, those lovely states would be Iowa, home state represent, Nebraska, the Dakotas, Fanning, Wyoming, which is a real place anyway, so that doesn't really count. Arkansas, South Carolina, Utah, and Oklahoma! He'll enjoy Oklahoma's wide open spaces. He loves to run and run and run. And just to play devil's advocate for one hot second, I can almost understand why some of these governors might be a little loath to pull the trigger on the order. Keep in mind, most of those states that I just mentioned possess a very strong, let's call it rural spirit. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, let me try that in another sentence. Tiger King has a lot of rural spirit. So not to put too fine a point on it, but a lot of these people that live there don't really give a good donkey shit what a politician says. These are people that are going to have their church revivals and their hoot nannies and their fun little white hood parties with their friends, and you cannot tell them shit because they are all armed to the teeth. Very useful to have around for a Red Dawn Russian invasion type scenario, but not so tenable when it's a pandemic, everybody listen to the people in suits type scenario. So it's a little difficult. It's kind of a no-win situation, and it really begs the question of what is more important to our society as we move forward through this pandemic? Is it individual liberty or is it the safety of the masses, the reason why we have civilization to begin with? How much freedom are people going to be willing to give away in the interest of the public good? Luckily, we no longer have to have super boring intellectual conversations about these things because we are about to see all of this shit play out in real life because there is still a very strong contingent of people in this country who are still stubbornly insistent on continuing on with life and business as usual, despite every kind of encouragement to not do that, no matter whether it's from friends, the media, the government, it does not matter. If you tell people what to do, they will say, fuck you. And that's just what Americans do, because we're giant children. And everyone has their own reasons. Some people are just trying to earn more money. Some people are just ignorant. And some people are just spiteful of being told what to do. And as the disease continues to grow and consume more and more of the country and the life around us, we are going to find out in real time just how long those fuck you libertarian convictions hold. I cannot wait to see how long that lasts. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? 
I got into some heady intellectual shit there, and I apologize. This is what I get for being cooped up too long. And also, just a friendly public service announcement, the CDC has just recommended that, hey, just kidding, guys, we all should be wearing masks in public now. My Mortal Kombat dreams have finally come true. And this is a bit of a 180 from their previous position, which was, hell no, you can't wear masks in public, and you're a selfish asshole if you can. So all the people that were shaming you for wearing masks in public are now going to be the people that are shaming you for not wearing masks in public. So you got to love how consistent our fucked up messaging is in this country. And you wonder why the hicks don't trust us. Anyway, here's more tunes. This is The Way That You Live by Sonic Boom.
who will survive? Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing This Is The Way That You Live by Sonic Boom, followed by Delete My Phone Number by Headphone Hair. That is the sequel to Put Your Number In My Phone by Ariel Pink. And finally, we had the song Thrice by Twen, because we are all about archaic ways of counting here on Corbin versus the World. And now that we're back, let's talk about some good or at least neutral news that's not virus-related. WrestleMania somehow went off as planned this weekend as Vince McMahon took the phrase, the show must go on, to its absolutely logical conclusion in the face of our oncoming epidemic. While most major sports have gone dark or suspended their season, for as long as it takes for the virus to be eliminated, both WWE and its younger, hyperactive cousin AEW have been continuing to produce shows just without all those fans in the attendance, which you would think you would need for a live performance event. And before you ask, yes, it is absolutely awkward as hell. But eventually, you do get used to it. Just like everything else going on in this bizarre quasi-nightmare that we call reality right now. Especially when you consider that the alternative is no wrestling whatsoever, which I simply cannot tolerate. I demand a degree of normalcy right now, and if I cannot get that from big, meaty men and women in tights play fighting for gold belts, then why am I even bothering to get up in the morning anymore? That's my question to you. It's the little things that keep us going. And for what it's worth, WrestleMania was a huge surprise. It was way more entertaining than it had any right to be, no matter how unorthodox the performance setup might have been. The main event for the first night, because it was broken up into two nights, because we are economizing our sports entertainment, was a boneyard match between the phenomenal AJ Styles and everyone's favorite dead man, The Undertaker. And rather than taking place in a ring like a pedestrian, the match became a full-scale mini-production in an actual graveyard, or a soundstage that looked like a graveyard, but it looked like a graveyard to me, that wouldn't have looked out of place from an old Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. It was, and I do not say this lightly, one of the greatest things that pro wrestling has produced in years. I was thoroughly sports entertained, and you should be too. If all the other sports are going to be on the sidelines for this year, what better time to get into wrestling. It's campy, it's ridiculous, and there were enough explosions in that match to make any Michael Bay of the world happy. So if you need a little bit of escapism in your life, might I suggest your pro wrestling. Also, I have to take this time to shout out the gigantic balls on WWE for putting a match in a goddamn graveyard while a pandemic is raging through the population. Shouts out Vince McMahon. In April Fool's news, the band Public Enemy decided to pull a fast one on all of us by pretending to break up over a Bernie Sanders rally. And yes, that is our 2020 Mad Lib story of the month. It started just a month ago, slash five years ago, it seems, when Flava Flav, everyone's favorite clock enthusiast, publicly pulled out of a concert the band was going to be putting on in support of the Bernie Sanders campaign, saying that the concert was booked without his permission and did not reflect his political views. Chuck D., the MC for Public Enemy, fired back on him on Twitter and social media, accusing him of smoking crack during, <laughs> during filmings for his TV show and calling him a sellout and all of those fun things, since apparently Chuck has not been paying attention to literally anything that Flava Flav has been doing for the last 20 years. I probably should have been a little bit more suspicious then. At the time, though, I was kind of wondering if Flava Flav was not supporting Bernie Sanders, who Flava Flav was supporting, which I was going to turn into a fun game show on this show, but I ultimately settled on the fact that he was probably supporting Marianne Williamson because Flav looks like the kind of guy that's into crystals, but it turned out to be a big fat joke, guys. Chuck issued a statement letting us know it was a big ol' hoax because he watched The War of the Worlds. I'm not making this up. He was inspired by The War of the Worlds, and he wanted to pull a fast one on all of us, and he used it as a way to promote their new song, which was not good. So, at least you had a pretty creative PR campaign for it, and a lot of people are 
criticizing Chuck and Flav, uh, a little bit deservedly so, since it seems like bad form to kind of alley-oop on Bernie Sanders, of all people, who's definitely not been having the best of years. But on the other hand, uh, Chuck D came to talk at my tiny-ass college, and I got to sit like 10 feet away from him, so I'll give him a diplomatic pass. In other rap news, Takashi69, remember him, was released from prison earlier this year because of his concerns about catching coronavirus, and apparently that's just something you can do when you're in prison. Similar requests from people like Harvey Weinstein and R. Kelly were rejected, so I'm guessing that means that the judge is only lenient if you're kind of a piece of shit, as opposed to a full piece of shit. And for those of you who do not remember, mercifully, Takashi69 was the colorful SoundCloud rapper who liked to talk about his nuts hanging out, and then he ended up getting arrested for a bunch of gang shit and avoided doing a lot of time by snitching on all of said gang shit. So I have to question the logic of his decision just a little bit. The death rate for COVID-19 for someone his age is probably significantly less than that of dying for being a snitch just out wandering the streets. But of course, my understanding of the streets basically boils down to watching through the wire a couple times and also listening to the rapper, The Streets. Has it come to this? Original pirate material. You're listening to the streets. Down your aerial. But I still think that that's fairly accurate. But hey, he may survive and may the odds forever be in your favor. And if anyone would like to start a pool on how long he survives, DM me on Instagram because I got to get that gambling bug out. Please and thank you. Anyway, let's get a little weird, shall we? Here's more tunes. We all know somebody in our circles that embodies selfishness to its fullest. She has no motherfucking shame. She is cutthroat and envious from toe up. But she will never admit it though. She's by your side every single day, smiling at you, but wishing, praying for your downfall. But guess what, me thing? You got it all wrong. Cause I figured you out from the beginning. Whatever, whatever, whatever she gets, whatever is not in us. Whatever, whatever, whatever she takes, whatever, whatever she wants. She wants your man. She craves your job. She dreams your life. And everything that that goes with it. And everything that that
Lazarus on deck, niggas know who I be. I turned up in a cut for a late night better. Can never do this like this, now these motherfuckers see why. Watch me throw it back and knock a nigga out of sea lies. Pussy game exclusive, head game malicious. Put it on, I'm good, turn to atheist religious. Carrots on my wrist, keep these bitches in stitches. Be a good girl, you might could get it off your wish list. They only mess you in the limelight. Take a sip of this wine and get your mind right. Bitches to my left hand, sources on the skin tight. This is getting money if you ain't know what I'm A lot of niggas call it, they about that life. Get that bar tab, got them thinking twice. It ain't nothing to a boss, bitch, we stacking paper now. Watch her throw her shit back before she take it to the ground, right? I have won this fucking club. I have won this fucking club. I have won this fucking club. I have won this club. I have won this fucking club. I have won this fucking club. I have won this fucking club. I have won this club. What you want, I'ma give you what you need Trendy bitches on the scene, weave ends evergreen iPhone cracks, see hustle for the cream People across the room, now he feeling like your jeans like Welcome back to Corbin versus the world. You just got done hearing Kitty Smiles. Let a bitch know a little bit of moody trivia for you. Kitty Smile also had a fairly significant part in Gaspar Noe's Dance Dance Nightmare Climax. If you've seen that, it kind of makes Black Swan look like breaking to Electric Boogaloo. Great old time for the whole family. Next, we had Zebra Cats's In In In. Also, definitely check out that new Zebra Cats album. Very good. And finally, we had Cakes Dequila, the killer of cakes, with his song, I Run This Club and Kill Cakes. And so, my friends, it is once again time for us to close out the episode. It's going to be hard to maintain a positive attitude this week as the numbers continue to creep in and we plunge deeper and deeper into this pandemic nightmare. But do try to keep your head above water, mental health speaking, any way that you can. Uh, Unfortunately, our Surgeon General warned us this weekend that this week would be, quote, our Pearl Harbor in terms of projected casualties and national trauma. So really optimistic words from him. And keep in mind, this is the same Surgeon General that told us a couple months ago that we should be more worried about the common flu. Uh, Granted, I also said similar things on this show, but... I am not the fucking Surgeon General. Uh, so once again, well done on figuring out that we were wrong way later than that would have been useful. I swear to God, everything about this, all of our rollout is like the world's worst game of telephone. But anyway, moving right along, we got to do what we got to do to stay positive. It's going to be a rough one this week. In the meantime, look to your boy here for a little levity as we sail these rocky seas. Follow me and my hilarious stories on Instagram 
at Corbin versus the world and also follow us on NOCO FM as well. Also tune into our super dope ass music streams on NOCO FM. We are going to try and highlight some more local Colorado artists and try and give support as best we can to our fellow struggling artists. Also be sure to follow me on the Twitters at Corbin D Alba. And finally, Go to our Patreon page and leave a little donation as we continue to beg, borrow, and steal our way through this hardship. In the meantime, I'm going to leave you with some more lovely tunes, kind of in of a industrial glitchy bent. Before I depart, you are going to hear some tracks by Working Man's Club, Adult, and Chicks on Speed. We love Chicks on Speed here at Corbin vs. the World, and we love you too. Appreciate you, and see you next time. These days, this time gets stuck between the lines. These days, this time. Get stuck between the line. Running round the house crazy. Nothing seems to go my way. Everything's a myth.
on the metro they, they shook me down for this bribe on my knees for the searching when my passport it finally arrived called my mom from a payphone settling down to my last and she said that she would uh, send me to college and uh, I should call my dad the waitress that he married, well, she hung up the phone, you know, she never did like me, but I can stand on my own, sold my plasma in Amsterdam, and then I spent it all in one night, buying drinks at the milkweg for a soldier in red. Search the world over for my angel in black. I've searched the world over for your trash girl. This has been a production of NOCO FM.